Beast OCR proudly presents BeastNet Podcast, sponsored in part by GH Under's Performance Base Layers and supported by the OCR community. Here we discuss all things OCR related. Welcome to BeastNet. Hey everybody, Mike here with BeastNet, and on this week, month's Beast Report, I don't have Kim with me today, so you're going to have to bear with me, but I've got Rick Evans with me for the Beast Report. So, Rick, how are you doing? I'm doing great, Mike. So, how about you? I'm doing all right. I'm doing good. So, for those that don't know you, um, go ahead and tell everyone a little bit about Rick. A little bit about Rick. Well, I, I just had my 47th birthday, and uh, I guess just still to start. Still Yeah, still pretty young, man. Uh, you know, honestly, I feel like I'm, I'm in the best shape of, of, of my life. And I'm, um, you know, I have to be a lot smarter with how I hate train and recovery is so huge. And I've just, got, but I've learned a lot more and more intentional with everything. I feel like I'm able to keep getting faster and stronger. And that's one of the things that really excites me about like this sport and, and being able to, to compete at a high level. And so that's, you know, certainly a big passion of mine is, is the competition in sport. And, um, but I'm a father too. I've got a 10 and an eight year old. Um, is a you know huge part of my life, of course, and, oh, yeah. and uh, I also uh, you know own a business with my brother called Evans Brothers Coffee, uh, a coffee roasting business. Oh, you're the coffee I'm, guy. Yeah, I'm the coffee guy <laughs> in uh, mm-hmm. Sandpoint, Idaho. So we live up in the inland northwest, right by Schweitzer Mountain. I'm a big snow skier. I do a lot of uh, backcountry skiing. That's a big passion of mine as well. And, uh, yeah, you got a mountain and a lake and, and just a nice community to live in. So that's nice. kind of the, the quick, yeah, the quick facts on me, I guess. The quick facts. So, yeah. <laughs> so a little bit about you then. So I guess we'll just yeah. kind of roll right in and start asking some of, uh, like I said, normally Kim does this part of it, but she, she was busy tonight. So, um, so. What was your what was your first OCR? What kind of got you into this? Gosh, it's something I've been I knew I would like. I think, and and I I remember you know the closest one. I think the reason I didn't do it sooner is because I you know living in Sandpoint, the closest um, at least like significant race you know like Spartan race um, is uh, Montana, which is about three and a half hours yeah. over at Big Park. And so I had planned to do it at one point, and it, and it didn't happen, and. Uh, you know, I've always enjoyed all this, you know, running and I, I've been a CrossFitter for a while and, and uh, I like when I'm competing and I have some reason to kind of drive myself, you know, to, to, to train. And, and I finally yeah. registered, this is only, um, I'm pretty new to it really. I guess I was uh, three, one, two, yeah, three seasons ago, ago I guess, is, uh, was my first race in Montana and uh, I went mm-hmm. ahead and jumped right. The elite that was I think the year before they really did the age group competitive. Um, so yeah. I jumped right into the elite, and I just wanted to hold my own. I was pretty intimidated at the start line with a lot of studs out there, and I ended up uh, I think like I was in the top half, you know, and so I felt pretty good about that. I didn't I, I didn't necessarily have the running training that I probably should have had for that kind of a distance, but I I just loved it. I mean, it's like being a big kid and running around and crawling and jumping and climbing, you know. And uh, so I was pretty hooked from the start. I only did, uh, I did like three races that year. And then the next season, I ended up getting in South America on a coffee trip. 
came back with a bug. I had been signed up for Montana. I didn't end up doing the race at all. Um, and then I just kind of like, I, I didn't end up racing that year. And, uh, this last year I kind of came back with a vengeance though. And I, I really got into it and I did about seven or eight races and I ended up, uh, I had a goal to basically podium and I ended up, uh, taking first in the sprint at Kimberly. That was my first podium. And then I ended up like, I took a third at the beast in Seattle and then the second in the sprint the next day. And, uh, won the Vancouver race, and so I started. I was, you know, with the age group, and the, I was in the last year was 40 to 49 um, before they split it up, and and so I was, uh, I was pretty stoked to be able to compete um, at that level, and I ended up doing the World Championship race and the, the qualifier race, and I, I took 11th overall. So uh, yeah, that's not bad. I'm, I'm that's, I mean, that's, I mean, that's amazing. I mean, not bad is a bad word for that. That's that's awesome. Thanks, man. Yeah, so, I felt really good about that actually. And, yeah, I hope to do a little better this year. It's all about the coffee, right? That's what gets you through this? That's, I definitely like your, your espresso, secret, right? my, my espresso shot before uh, before every workout. <laughs> Part yes, of it. But it's got to be Evans Brothers. Evans Brothers coffee. So, that's that's right. I just kind of tried to help yeah. you out there. So Thanks, man. <laughs> so, oh, yeah, anytime. Um, so how... How has OCR helped you overcome obstacles? Yeah, it's uh, it's really interwoven a lot into just kind of me finding that real strength and kind of knowing what I'm all, you know, like sort of the idea of being able to dig deep, you know, when I when it's tough, um, yeah, and, and kind of equate that to to going through times and you know, I've have gone through some some challenging times in my life over the last five or 10 years and, and, uh, you know, times when it's like, okay, man, it's time to like dig deep. Like, what are you made up here? And, and I can take that, that on the race course. And like, you know, sometimes I'm pounding myself in the chest and it's like this, this, this really self-belief that I have that strength. I have that really strong will that, that I can dig deep. I have that other, you know, I have that, um, I guess that real courage and, and you know, strength inside, and when I'm going through a tough time in, in life and like, I want to give up on myself or, you know, that's when I, I kind of, I can draw from that and like, man, I know I can do this shit. You know, I'm, can I say that on this uh, podcast? <laughs> yeah. Uh, like, no, no, just kidding. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. And so it's, it, it, it's really a, a level of, of uh, belief in myself that I can carry into my everyday life is how it's translated. It's awesome. Yeah. See, I need to, I need to get better at that, but I mean, I've, yeah. So, yes. Yeah, and it's, and that's why I like, is a tough one. And that's why it's like, I, I like, uh, I mean, the competition side, it's not even so much about beating the other guy as it is about what can I actually get out of myself. And that's why I, I yeah. love this whole sport. It's like, how, how to, and, and, you know, and, and the other part was when I wasn't, I really wanted to, you know, I really wanted that feeling of being able to stand on the podium and because and, and, I, I felt like it was within reach for me, um, but I was mm-hmm. failing on a bunch of obstacles. My grip strength wasn't quite there. I didn't really have, I was I was wearing down a little bit on the run, and so I, last year I really like, I, I approached it all from a more strategic standpoint. I worked on my weaknesses, and uh, and I, I was able to like, you know, to really improve and, and get to a point where I was winning some races and everything. Felt really good just to have a goal, 
really work on it and, and prove to myself that I could do it. That's awesome. I mean, and that's the big thing too is I mean, a lot of people, you know, you see people focus on their weaknesses for the wrong reasons. You know, mm-hmm. it's like, oh, I can't do this because of this weakness. Where it's so cool to see people like you who are like, okay, I have this weakness. How do I make it less of a weakness? You know? Totally, yeah. So. Yeah. That's awesome. So let's see. What what do you love about the OCR community? Um, I, I love how everybody seems to always be picking each other up, you know, both literally and metaphysically, you know, metaphorically. And, yeah. Uh, and, uh, yeah, there's just always a sense of support, and it doesn't matter if somebody's, like, right off the couch and it's the first, you know, they haven't done anything physical in forever. They're, like, it's like everybody really wants, it's just, they want them to succeed in their own personal way, whatever, you know, success for me may be different than, than that person. Um, it may be, like, finishing or even, like, just showing up. But I think it's uh, it's less a sense of, there's, there's I never get a sense of, like, oh, I'm trying to be better than you. It's more of, like, um, everybody just trying to be their best version of themselves. And yeah. I, I really, I felt that from the very beginning. And also just the people that go out and want to crawl through the mud under barbed wire and hop over, you know, climb fences, climb walls and carry buckets up a hill. I mean, it, it takes a special kind of person to even want to do that. Uh, and, and, and it tends to be a person that loves life and it just wants to challenge themselves. And so there's this kinship with people that are all kind of willing to go out and put themselves in that, you know, discomfort and do fun stuff like that. There is. And I mean, it's awesome. I mean, it's one of those things I, I've noticed, you know, some of the elite, like uh, Killian, I don't know if you know yeah. Killian, but I mean, to watch him, I think it was Washougal last year. And I can't even remember if he placed or where he placed or whatever, but he ran with the elites. And then hours later, I was on the course and saw him with Bravo team. You know, and he went through and helped the Bravo team. And it's like, to have that kind of like, you know, hey, you know, I'm one of the elite racers, but I'm still one of you guys. You know, and he, yeah. he's one of the best. I love him. So just because of that, yeah. I mean, he is. And it was funny, like, That's... I was talking to him and it like took me a minute because like, you know, you're looking at someone, you're like, I know I know him, but I'm not sure why. <laughs> yeah. And then all of a sudden, yeah. like your brain, that like light bulb goes off and you're like, that's killing it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> now I know why you look yeah. familiar. <laughs> yeah. It, it's cool. All these guys that all these top guys, they all are, they all seem really approachable, you know, and they're not like, they're not, there's not an elitist attitude at, at all that I see. No. They're all kind of like, they're really, you know, some great job. They really appreciate it. They're willing, they, they're open to talking to people. And yeah, I think that's pretty cool. It How is. I haven't met one I was saying, I met one of the elite racers that had an attitude that was like, oh, I'm better than everyone because I'm an elite racer. They're all like, hey, how you doing? Yeah, it's great. Yeah, man, for sure. Yeah. Oh, let's see. Who inspires you? I guess we kind of talked about that a little bit, but who, who inspires yeah. you? Who makes you want to be better? Uh, well, I mean, I think – my kids is one, one, one part of the answer for me is my kids. I, you know, I think from the time I became a dad, I just, um, I think there was a, there was a time in my life when I really was like, I would get really kind of let myself get into these depressed states and feel sorry for myself a lot. And, and, uh, you know, I struggled, I struggled with that. I struggled just with my attitude and like being negative and, um, and, 
I think having kids is like, that was part of that. Like sometimes if I can't fully love myself, man, I can love how much I love my kids. I can, it gives me that like desire to like step it up, you know, you better. kind of, uh, yeah. Yeah. I get it together. <laughs> and so I think that from a deeper level, that's part of it. And then, um, you know, more recently, my sister, um, she's a great athlete. She's a big, big time into CrossFit and, um, she got breast cancer about two or three years ago. And, and she, um, I think it was two years ago and she's, um, she's cancer free now. She's gone through, but she went through this whole process. She had a double mastectomy. She had radiation and chemo and like, it just, you know, really knocked it down. And, and, and it it was physically, I mean, it obviously took a ton out of her. And so she's still kind of in that path of working herself. I mean, she was getting to a point where she was probably pretty close to making it to the CrossFit games. And, um, and she, uh, and now she's, you know, working herself back and, um, just to see her, uh, her journey with that and how, you know, her up and down, she's been very vulnerable with what's going on with her and, and how she's, uh, but how she hasn't quit and how she's just really stuck with it. And, and uh, just and how she's taken what was such a adversity and really inspired so many people. And she's getting really involved with this organization called Barbell for Boobs, um, which is, which is just this great organization that helps like CrossFitters and others, other women that have had, you know, breast cancer. And um, so, that I mean, my sister definitely is is a person that inspires me. That's awesome. I mean, I I, yeah. I hate to hear the the beginning of those stories, but the ending's always just you know. I mean, it's yeah. awesome to see someone have that kind of obstacle thrown into their life, and they're like, "Whoop! Guess we better get past this yeah. one and keep going." And I mean, that, that's awesome. Yeah. So. Yeah. And, and to find yeah. and to find ways to help others, you know afterwards you know to say okay hey this happened to me let's see if i can help helps other people get through this so that's awesome yeah i think that's kind of like you know that's that's like an opportunity all of us have and we don't you know whether it's cancer or just like emotional struggles or or whatever i mean i think that those are the things that connect us as humans you know and and we can use, if we choose, those, like, struggles that we've had to connect with others and actually help them through their struggles. And, uh, yeah, yeah. To, to be able to see those things is, is also a, a gift that we have to offer. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Well, I hope she stays cancer-free and she continues yeah. to inspire people. So Absolutely. Yeah. I should probably add my um, dad into that, too, because he's also a cancer survivor and and I uh, saw how he, he, uh, just the outlook he's had on his life and how he just brings us this zest for life. Um, you know, him and my mom are still married and they, they travel all over the world. They do fun things. My dad competes in dragon boat racing and, and, uh, you know, he's like, I think he's like 75 or six or something like that now. But, uh, you know, how he just, just, you just see how, I just see how he doesn't take life for granted and lives every day to the full. So. Yeah, I got some good mentors in my life. It sounds like you do have some good mentors in your life. So. Yeah, between your sister and your your dad, I mean, it's kind of one of those. Uh, you need to get one of those shirts that says, you know, I mean, pardon my French, but fuck cancer. So, I mean, yeah, that kind of seems like the attitude in your family. So, <laughs> it is. <laughs> it is. Got some fighters. So, yeah, that's awesome. That is awesome. 
So what's your favorite OCR memory? Um, I have to say, you know, the Kimberly uh, race for me uh, when I, because I, I had this goal to podium and, and I, I thought I might do it. There were two, two races before that in the year and I, I, I didn't, I just what didn't, didn't happen. And I was working really hard towards it and, and it didn't happen the other year. And so uh, I think get basically the way, and the way I ended up winning that, that race, I, it was, you know, that was like a super steep, crazy climb. I don't know if you did that one, um, but no, uh, it was only one. six and a half miles and it felt like a beast. <laughs> um, but I ended up, this guy had passed me on the climb and I thought there's no way I'd ever catch him. And then I ended up getting him on the, um, kind of catching up to him on the downhill and he passed me and we raced back and forth. And I didn't know I was racing him for first place, but I ended up uh, passing him um, on the bucket carry, which was right at the like last five minutes of the race and beat him by, you know, 15 seconds or something like that. And I was in pain. I was hurting. And, uh, and just the way I, I, I just was able to like dig deep and stick with it when I wanted to quit. And then just that feeling of like, uh, accomplishment of having set that goal. And not only did I get on the podium, but I, I won the, the division and, I was second overall in, in all the age groups in that race. And wow. I just, man, I was on the world. It felt really, I just was proud of myself. I, I really so, felt uh, that sense of pride. At what point did you know that you'd won? Um, not until I came through the, actually I came through and I was around the finish line and I had already finished and I knew I did well, but I remember at the beginning of that race, a lot of people got ahead of me. <laughs> and, yeah, and I was like, I couldn't hang. I didn't feel like I could hang on. Um, so I might, you know, I maybe was in like a tenth place or something like that. Um, so I, after crossing the finish line, the guy who was second place um, asked me to check with what my age was, and uh, then he was like, "Dang it!" Because he said, "I think I won." Otherwise, you know, he 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 had he had won. He had taken second in a couple other races, and he was hoping to win it. And uh, he said, "Yeah, I think I was second in your first, and then I went and checked the the." Check the or the whatever the results and found out. So I didn't even know until after I'd won. <laughs> no, that's awesome. No, I think yeah. that would be better. I mean, you sit there, you wear, you're like, hey, I think I did a pretty good race. And you go look and you're like, oh, I, I did have a pretty good race. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was rad. That is awesome. See, I know yeah. you're my age because you just used the word rad. So just saying. That's right. <laughs> which was an, an amazing movie for anybody who wants to know rad is an amazing movie so you have to go back and find it it's from like 1983 i think okay okay <laughs> cool it was, it was a skateboarding movie i'm pretty sure cory hayden oh, nice. but yeah okay. <laughs> Good stuff. um yeah so that shows my age so um <laughs> So something a lot of people don't. What's something a lot of people don't know about you? Um, let's see. How to answer that question? Something a lot of people don't know about me. You know, I mean, I guess a lot of people don't know that that like I'm a. I I don't I. I'm an alcoholic. I haven't drank in like 25 since I was 19. Still consider myself an alcoholic. Um. Uh just from the time I started drinking when I was like junior high and, and I, I never drank without getting 
basically hammered. And, uh, yeah. you know, a couple DUIs before, before I graduated from high school and, all, you know, countless, like, minor possessions and uh, kicked off Air Force Base. I lived, you know, like an Air Force brat, so moved around, like, every year or two. And I was just kind of that classic rebel and just off it. My dad made me move all the time. And, and I, 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 my escape was just to get, just to drink to oblivion. And so... Yeah, people know me. That, you know, I'll, I'll go out and I'll go to parties and have a great time, and I uh, and I'm not drinking. And so I think that's probably something people don't realize that I actually people generally don't even know that I don't drink. Um, yeah, and uh, you know they find out why and stuff. That's probably something. I, I'd say another thing on a whole different level is I, as <laughs> if you're listening, something about me is I freaking love dance parties. I love to dress up crazy and uh, and you know dance all night long <laughs> so that's another so, thing by dress up crazy yeah you know like i mean, uh, I mean I, how I, crazy are we well, talking I, I mean it just depends you know i uh i was with my girlfriend in, at the at tree fort in boise this last weekend and i got we we have these matching uh <laughs> matching like tight pants i got mine have like a tiger and like this geometric design all over they both have the same like the same design we bought online and i generally am wearing some kind of like uh kind of wild sunglasses and uh rarely ever have sleeves so okay i wasn't sure if we're talking about like mini skirts or what i was just kind of wondering where you're going but um you know i'm more i i own a pink uh a pink tutu and everything but that's not like necessarily the standard attire but i like costume Hmm. parties and i've known to i showed up at one of our uh we had a we had a, a rock star party and I decided to, I, I kind of grew my hair out a little bit. And that day I got uh, like this, just insane mohawk. And I went as Billy Idol and had him like, I went to, nice. I literally like, Dave, it was like full on mohawk. I'd never done it in my life. This was when I was 43 or something. <laughs> so just, just for the, just for the party. I would say though. The craziest I've done for a party is that one is Magnum. I grew, like, my facial hair for, like, yeah. a month and never trimmed it. And then right before the party, I shaved everything except for the mustache. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> but, not, but not with a razor. It was just, like, my – because, you know, Magnum always had that, like, 5 o'clock shadow. So, I mean, oh, I wouldn't sure. have got the new Magnum PI, like, the old school Magnum. Yeah. Sweet. <laughs> oh, yeah. I used to watch so. Magnum. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that was probably one of the funnest ones I did. And then my wife went to Funky Brewster, so that, that, that was, was a fun funny. night. Yeah. <laughs> so. I've gone as Magic Sounds Mike like we, before. <laughs> yeah, I'm not, I don't have the body to that anymore. I need to, I'm working on trying to get that back. I mean, you know, 20 years ago, <laughs> I could have definitely been Magic Mike, but, so. Funny. So, let's see. So what are your goals for 2019? Well, I, uh, I want to, um, I, I want to go to the world championship and podium. That's, that's my ultimate goal for the year. That's, that, that's, that's a very good goal. Yeah. So I'm training, you know, I'm putting in more running, get a, I'm ramping up and I, I mean, I'm kind of, over the winter, it's hard to – I didn't run quite as much as I wanted to. 
I do a lot of ski touring and stuff like that though. And I'm in, I'm definitely in the gym. So I've been ramping up the running here now. And, uh, I, I have a, I think I've, I've kind of studied a lot about running training and everything and want to put all that stuff into practice this year and have a, you know, a really good kind of periodization where I'm peaking at the right time and not wearing myself out. A lot of times for me, it's all about like the recovery and not, uh, you know, I can't go hard every day. So, um, I've learned that when I, choose my times to really push it. I, I do a lot better. So yeah, that's, that's my ultimate goal. But, you know, I really just want to do, I just want to bring my best self, you know, whenever I race and, and uh, if I don't podium, you know, and, and I feel like I gave my best effort. I mean, that's the main thing for sure. And that is, I mean, as long as you give your best, I mean, and it's one yeah. of those things it sounds like for you, I mean, you've been working hard. I mean, and if you give your best, it sounds like you're, you're going to podium at some point in the year, you know, the world championships, I mean, taking 11th at the World Championships is amazing. So, thanks. I mean, it's just, you know, yeah. I mean, that's awesome. I mean, I, I'm, I'd be lucky to finish the race in the World Championships, but, I mean, I, I'm working on that. But <laughs> Did you do Tahoe? Did you, did you run that one? I have not done Tahoe yet. I, I, I've kind of had my, like, 10 races that I do every year. Really, I do uh-huh. usually Vegas, Seattle, Montana. For my first uh-huh. trifecta, and then usually I do Washougal, and then I go to Hawaii, and I'll oh, finish nice. a second trifecta in Hawaii, and then do Seattle again and finish a third trifecta. Except for last year, Hawaii got canceled because it's a little bit of rain, wind and rain. So yeah, I, I heard, heard that. that. That's sad. Huh? Well, I should. It was I'll one of those things. In, uh, what's that? I, I I was there anyway, but I mean, yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, that was disappointing, I'm sure. Well, I'll see you in Seattle and Montana is my plan. So, Yeah, I'll definitely be in Seattle. I've already done – so this year I've already got a, a Sprint and a Super in Vegas. So, And then Montana – I mean, Seattle, I'm still trying to de- debate on whether I'm doing the trail run or the Sprint or both. <laughs> gotcha. I, I want to do the trail run, but I've already signed yeah. up for the Sprint, and I'm like yeah. – for the tra- the cost it would to transfer the sprint to the trail, I'm like, I might as well just pay for the trail run. Yeah. Because of the co- the the transfer fee, so I'm like, I might as well just pay for the trail run. So I think I'm gonna buy the trail run, and then do the super on Saturday, do the trail run Sunday morning, and then decide mm-hmm. after that, be like, okay, now that I'm done with the trail run, do I want to go do the sprint? So oh, man, that's pretty hard for all three of them. <laughs> Well, uh, I got to get myself ready because I'm still in Hawaii. I want to do the whole trifecta. Yeah, cool. The the whole trifecta in Hawaii. So, um, yeah. I I've, this will be my fourth year going to Hawaii, and I have yet to get all three in the weekend. So, uh, okay. the first year I had a broken foot, so I still went for it, but I couldn't move quick enough to finish the beast because of the the boot on my foot. So, uh, I only got the super done. The second year I got the beast and the super. And then yeah. my feet were so tore up. I'm like, I don't want to. I don't want to take the chance of hurting myself just to finish a sprint. I really don't need for the year because I already have yeah. enough to get my triple trifecta. So I'm like, I don't want to yeah. destroy my feet just for you know. And then this yeah. last year, of course, they got canceled. So this year, I'm like, I'm getting all three. So <laughs> nice. I'm doing it. So yeah. right on. So I think that was. I think that was all the questions that Kim had, wasn't it? 
You know, I don't even know. She sent I didn't me an look email. at him in the test, so <laughs> probably should have. But. She sent me an email. Yeah, that was really it. So what what other things would you have to say to, to, to my listeners? I mean, what what words of wisdom does, does Rick have? Besides, I love that, by the way. I'm going to find that picture on your – is that picture on your Instagram? Because I'm going to find it, and that's what I'm going to use for this cover is that picture you and your girlfriend, those pants. So Perfect. Yeah, I think it is on my Instagram, yeah. It's Instagram, oh, Loving Lion <laughs> Rick, you'll find it probably. I think it's on there. Oh, you yeah. have tagged on a bunch of her posts too, so, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I got to figure out how to download that one. The other thing I'm going to post on there is I've kind of gotten in this Wim Hof method, like this cold plunge thing. And uh, I, mm-hmm. I was on the way back from Boise. I decided, like, to go climb down this riverbank through waist-deep snow and jump into water with ice breaking off all around me. And so I have that on a video. I'll, I'll probably upload that here tonight. <laughs> Pretty crazy. Uh, but it was a rush, and it was fun. So uh, words of wisdom. Um Let's see. Gosh, just like with no context, it's a tough question. Um, yeah, <clears throat> yeah, no. <laughs> so that's why it's fun. <laughs> I think. Um, I think what's what. I, there's a couple of things. I think one of the things that that uh, in, that I am really just you know excited about is I've had people you know around my community and everything share that that they're impressed and inspired to see like, as I'm, I mean, I'm not like young, you know, I'm not super young anymore. I'm 47 years old now. And, and that I don't let that, it's like, I let, I don't make, I just, it's just, an, it's like, it's a number the way I live my life. Um, the way I am able to continue to get stronger. And, um, I don't talk about, uh, I used to be strong or I, you know, wish I could do that yeah. and all that kind of stuff. And, and, uh, it's so easy to just make excuses and, and there's definitely no question. Like I, I get probably get more sore, and I, I'm, it's probably easier to get injured. I have to take better care of myself. Like I had to eat better, and all those kind of things. But, but it is possible to continue to like to grow, to learn new things, to get better, stronger, faster, and all that kind of stuff. You know, at at uh, you know, I don't know. I can't say any age, but certainly up until where I'm at. And, and I think it's it's really exciting to me that because I don't, you know. I don't want to start dying yet. You know what I mean? Like I want to keep, keep growing, keep living. And, and so if I can kind of be an example for that, that's, that's pretty neat. And um, the other thing that I try to live by is just being the best version of myself. Um, and that's different for everybody, you know? And so that, that's coming into, I start from the, from the, the athletic side and, you know, how can I, how can I get stronger, faster and all that kind of stuff and better at what I'm, you know, passionate about, but, but also just how can I show up for my kids and, and be like present and, and focused on them and, and be the example that like the dad that I would want my kids to have, you know, and, and, uh, how show up as the, you know, in my relationship and the way I want to show up. And so for me, it's not like none of that stuff is like just natural or comes that easy. And I, I have to like really, kind of ask myself that question, you know, um, all the time. And, you know, how do I want to show up here? Who do I really want to be in this situation? And, and sometimes I do a better job than others, but I think because I keep asking myself that question, um, that I have a lot of times where I feel really proud of the man that I am today 
and uh, I live from my heart. People know that you know I'm I'm real, and and uh, I can I, I I get to connect with a lot of people in my life um, because I'm also vulnerable with my challenges and struggles and everything else. So um, yeah, I think uh, just you know yeah, I think that's really a big part of how I try to live my life now. And it it took me a while to start figuring that out. I feel like I'm I I, I feel like I've uh, figured it out more than I certainly did probably before I turned 40. That seemed to be a turning point in my life for some reason, which is cool. It's great to think that, you know, these have been the best, these are the best years of my life right now. This is it. This is the heyday. Wait, what you've got to kind of make, you got to make whatever, I'm trying to think, you got to make, Make every day the best days of your life. And, I mean, that's what's awesome. I mean, you, you've decided, you know, yeah. there's so many people that, you know, not to sound bad, but hit our age and, like, well, I'm old. I'm done. Yeah. And, and you're not talking about the good old days when they used to do such and such and have fun. It's like, man, I have, a, I have so much fun now. And my relationships are more meaningful and richer than they ever have been. And, and I'm, you know, more real than ever and uh, and not worried about like what people think all the time and, and you know what I mean? And, and as long as like, it's really been a journey for me of like learning to really love myself for who I am. And, and that includes like being somebody that's pretty freaking emotional and sensitive and up and down. I can get mad easy, can also get super excited and it's all kind of part of the same package and just really embracing all those parts that, you know, took me a long time, uh, to have a good relationship with, I think. And, and that's, that helps me to, to be able to show up more fully in my life for everybody else around me. That's awesome. That's the way it's got to kind of be. So, yeah, bud. All right. Well, um, I don't think I have anything, any other questions for you. I mean, it's been awesome talking to you and, um, yeah, Mike. Yeah. Everyone's, everyone should go get some Evans coffee to Evans brothers coffee to keep them going. Cause that, that seems to be the trick. And definitely send me that picture because Instagram won't let me save it to my, save it to me. So you, you got to send me that picture. That was awesome. So I found okay, it on Instagram, by the way. Okay, so, cool. Can I, uh, um, what's that? I don't know if I can send it through Facebook Messenger. Or maybe you can text me or something. That might be the easiest and I can reply. Oh, how about that? Okay. I think I can do that. Yeah. Right, cool. I know Sounds I, I added you as a friend on Facebook because apparently we we weren't friends yet, but we are now. So, um, oh, good. Deal. Yeah. All so, right. Thank you for for joining me on the episode. It's been a blast, and uh, can't wait to meet you in person in Seattle. Thanks a lot. Yeah, I look forward to it, Mike. All right. Thank you, Rick. Okay. Take care. Bye. Gray's Harbor Unders makes the performance-based layer clothing you want and need. Whether you work, hunt, hike, fish, run, or ride in the great outdoors, if you work up a sweat, Gray's Harbor Unders are for you because their unique dual-layer fabric removes moisture from your body and keeps your skin dry, even when the outer layer is completely wet. It's a base layer like no other. Get you some at ghunders.com. That's ghunders.com for the best performance-based layer you'll ever wear. Thanks for listening to the BeastNet podcast brought to you by Beast OCR.
Don't forget to subscribe and let us know what you think and what you'd like to hear. You can find us on Facebook or at beastocr.com.